Joshua chapter 14 verse 12 says Therefore give me this mountain In this message pastor speaks about the take over anointing to invade to have authority and influence that your light might shine This message highlights some points to develop a take over spirit like Caleb Hallelujah let's open our bibles to a scripture the book of Joshua the 14th chapter and the 12th verse and just the first line Joshua the 14th chapter and the 12th verse now therefore give me this mountain whereof the lord spake in that day that's enough now therefore give me this mountain get ready to take over your mountain now therefore give me this mountain there is a take over anointing to take over to take over a mountain Tonight the Holy Spirit wants you to walk into that or step into that anointing to take over to invade space Amen, Amen. to take over Amen. See in Matthew chapter 5 Jesus calls us a city set on a hill Don't die like a small town or a village when God calls you a city He wants you to take over that's what it means to have influence to have authority that your light might shine across there is a take over anointing amen the take over that word translated in simple words for us to understand would be suddenly appearing and occupying and taking over space Suddenly Elijah appeared out of nowhere there is a generation that is going to suddenly appear out of nowhere you have never heard of them before you have never 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 sensed them before but people are going to step in and take over take over take over businesses take over educational institutions take over hallelujah cities take over towns take over their rightful inheritance in the lord and step into the blessing of god that word take over means an uncommon unction to become the center of attraction i mean in other words you steal the show you become the talk of the town you become the news in the city you become a person in charge are you ready for that tonight god is releasing his word caleb When he was 85 he's saying I'm willing to take over this mountain give me this mountain give me this mountain give me this mountain the lord promised this mountain to me through moses the servant so I'm ready to take over whether it be in politics whether it be in sports whether it be in life you will not be a victim you will not be somebody who is taken over but you will be somebody who takes over Amen. Amen. 
I want you to open your mouth and say I am somebody who will be taking over. I am somebody who will be taking over. It is God's anointing or divinity in your humanity where you conquer and you establish for the glory of God. Not take it over. Most people, most children of God walk around like victims. I was taken over. Taken over by this wrong habit, taken over by this. No, no. No, you, you are not. You are not somebody, you are not a candidate to be taken over. Amen. You are somebody who takes over. Amen. I mean, that word takeover means you succeed till you become a logo or a label or an emblem. Are you with me? That is for somebody who is going to start a business. You succeed till you become a logo or a brand or a label or an emblem. You have taken over. That word takeover means sudden discharge of divine capacity to stay on top till you float and overflow. See, there are people who are waiting for you to get tired and fail and fall apart. But while they are waiting for that, you keep expanding, you keep growing, you keep enlarging, you keep, you're just taking over. You're taking over space. Tonight, there is a release of God's grace. There is a release of God's anointing in Jesus Christ tonight to take over. Abraham stepped out to follow the Lord. Abraham, at the age of 75, you're never too late to step out. From nobody, he became somebody. Born in a pagan family, he became the father of the Jews. He took over. God said, I will bless you so much, Abraham. That is why it is usually said that Jews, even in the present times, you know, through a Jew, the money has to pass seven times over before it gets into the hand of somebody else. You go to Manhattan, you go to Cape Town, you go to Durban, some of the major cities you will find the main places are taken over by the Jews. You know why? Because there was an Abraham who believed in the living God, who looked to the God of glory and who stepped out and obeyed the Lord. And God promised him that his generations would be blessed. I mean, he stole the show. Transgenerational blessings. Are you with me? Amen. You know, I was studying about wealth and suddenly it struck me that being rich, that word would, you know, if you actually know how much money you have in your account, you are poor. <laughs> because the rich did not know how much they have. <laughs> now we know to our last penny, we keep checking the phone to find out, okay, how much is left, how much is gone, how much has come. We, just, we know very clearly <laughs> God is wanting to release you, just not even spiritually. You know, I'm not being materialistic or covetous or greed. That's not what I'm preaching. But taking over, God wanting to establish you for his kingdom, even financially. Hallelujah. Blessed 
be the name of the lord glory be to the name of the lord and just not even materially even spiritually your songs take over the songs that you sing can you imagine that it's sung across the nations of the world we had one of our children in the lord tell her song going over 2 million 2 million views taken over people from different countries singing it people even who don't even understand malayalam that means you have taken charge take over means now we say taliban has taken over afghanistan <laughs> what does it mean it means they have taken charge in other words god is giving you a level of grace domain anointing to be in charge are you with me you are not a victim you are not a failure you are not somebody who say oh my god i have been taken over by all these addictions all these habits all this negativity i think you know this fear has taken over my life enough of that enough of depression taking over your life fear taking over your life poverty taking over your life tonight in the name of jesus you are coming out of it Amen. and you're going to step into a level of grace authority it is said that when you take over your enemies take cover <laughs> it is this message is for some people who have never done anything solid in life never done anything solid in life you know i was very burdened i said lord the years have gone by and nearly you know turning 50 and i said lord i don't think i've done anything solid in life for your kingdom and the lord said son i'm giving you a grace take over amen whether it be in marriage whether it be in business whether it be in career whether it be in talent lift your hand and say i am taking over by the grace of god in the name of jesus amen you know when you're going through a tough time and then people try to kill you you know any attempt to kill a seed is actually planting it do you know that any attempt to kill a seed bury a seed is actually planting it you're not dying you're being planted there are some of you who say oh my god looks like everything is against me oh my yeah you're being planted don't say i'm suffering say i am growing don't say i'm going through this say i'm growing through this because any seed hallelujah in an attempt to kill a seed if you if, if you bury it it's just going to grow it's just being planted and i sense some of you you think your life is finished caleb you're 85 you think everything is over but you are being planted for a time and a season like this to bring god's name glory to to bring the name of jesus all the glory so lift your hand and say jesus you are my lord i bless your name if god's hand is upon you nobody can finish you what the enemy tries to finish you god uses to furnish you yes say i'm being furnished we got some good furnishings here tonight yeah 1 samuel 16 onwards you find the name david the word david from 1 samuel 6 onwards 16 onwards and then you go on to 2 samuel 24 it's all about david see the limelight the center of attraction somebody who would take over 66 battles he fought animals are you with me he fought animals 
his brothers fought with him he he fought i mean Saul fought with him the philistines fought with him 66 battles but he took over took over every territory that god had promised israel there is a taking over anointing uh, everything will revolve around you uh, there is a grace that is coming upon you uh, you are your suggestions your advices your words uh, people will take over you they will receive that uh, they will respond to that uh, because there is an anointing coming upon you lift your hand and say i receive it in the name of jesus in the name of jesus it is said that david once fought from morning to night till you know you couldn't take the sword out of his hand the soul and him were one and the lord said to me that's the way that i want you to be you can't be a part time christian and if you're a full time devil no more part time christianity amen blessed be the name of jesus praise the lord Hallelujah. So let, let, let's look at this. So Joshua 14, 18. One more time. Give me this mountain. Yes. Read it. Give me this mountain. You know the story. The Holy Spirit tells me you are not good for nothing. There is somebody who feels they are not good for nothing. God says you are not I mean you are not in that kind of level God is going to give you the grace to take over people will value you respect you you will come up in life don't allow the enemy to dictate and tell you that you are good, not good for anything uh, God is changing your story Amen so you need to develop a takeover spirit open your mouth and say I need to develop I need to develop a takeover, uh, a takeover spirit a takeover spirit Amen that's what Caleb had You know Joshua, Caleb and 10 other spies went to see the land. We know the story. 10 of them gave a negative report saying that we look like grasshoppers. These places are beautiful, but those people of that land are giants. See, as long as you think like a grasshopper, you can only hop. But your attitude should be to take over. Caleb and Joshua had a different attitude. they had a, the bible uses the word they had a different spirit there is somebody who is listening to me from media god is saying you will take over amen amen your voice will be heard it will become a very respectable and valued voice across this nation of india your voice will be recognized there is a takeover and grace that is coming up from the lord use that to glorify the name of jesus christ God is looking for people who are wanting to take new levels, new territory. Not be comfortable wherever they are. That is what it means to take over, even spiritually. You don't want to be comfortable where you are. You want to take over, you want to grow, you want to take in space, you want to mm, go a step further. Now when you know the story the 10 of them said we can't take the land Joshua Caleb said we can but they had to wait for 40 years till all the unbelievers were no more 
We can't wait 45 seconds. God gives you a promise. We can't hold on for 45 seconds or 45 minutes. We want it now. Look at Caleb. He had this patience. He trusted in the Lord. He said, I'm willing to wait it out. If God has promised me this mountain, it doesn't matter how old I am or how old that I am getting. What God has promised, He will give. Amen. It doesn't matter. What kind of giants are there? How long I have to wait? I've trusted in the Lord. A takeover spirit is when you have patience and when you trust the promise of God. He recognized the reliability of God's word. God does not speak carelessly. Just like that, God does not speak. Just for effect. You know, when we were in the charismatic movement, you know, where we, were, we wanted the Lord to speak. Just for effect. But God doesn't speak for effect. God speaks to reveal his heart, his mind. And so that you, when you obey, you can take over. And imagine, Caleb waited 45 years because he trusted in the reliability of God's word. He trusted God. He trusted God's word. He said, Lord, if you have said it, it is mine. And God spoke to him through his servant Moses. Caleb did not move with the crowd. 80%. 10 out of, I mean, out of 12 against with a negative report. He did not move with that. Sometimes the majority can be wrong. Sometimes we think the majority is always right. Majority can be wrong. 80%. You know why? Because he had conviction. Say that with me. You need to have conviction. You need to have conviction. Conviction. It's the same word that you get the word convince. When I am convinced about something, I have conviction. When I am convinced. So God's word is to convince you that healing is for you. That breakthrough is for you. That financial blessing is for you. That heaven is for you. That the gifts of the Spirit are for you. This is the ninth month. Let all the nine gifts of the Holy Spirit. Say, Lord, I want to take over the, the nine fruit of the Spirit, the ninth month. Lord, I want to receive all the, move in all the dimensions of the fruit of the Holy Spirit. You need to be convinced. That is when conviction comes. He focused on what he believed. The ten of them focused on the problem. But Caleb focused on the Lord, on his promise. He was convinced. If the Lord has said it, it is. You can't take any mountain without conviction. <laughs> you can't take any mountain without conviction. Are you with me? You need to be convinced about your authority in Christ before you cast the devil out. You need to be convinced of the healing of Jesus Christ before you pray for people, for them to be healed. You need to be convicted or convinced about salvation before you lead somebody to Jesus Christ and salvation through Christ. He 
could wait because he wanted the realization of his destiny. A takeover spirit has got this thing to a realization of God's destiny. God has got a purpose. I want my mountain. I want my view. I want my view. Ha. I'm wanting to move into a mountain. I don't want to be in the valley. I don't want to stay in the valley. I want to go up the mountain. I want to take the mountain. Wow. That's the kind of attitude. Some people are just happy being in the valley. So they can sing. Though I walk through valleys low, I'll fear no evil. By the water still my soul mm-hmm. trust in you I heart will trust in you See, most people would just like to stay in the valley singing these songs But God is looking for a generation That will say, Ay! I don't want to stay in this valley Amen Glory be unto the name of Jesus. I want to take over. I want to go up. Give me this mountain. Lift your hands and give me this mountain. The spiritual heights of my relationship with the Lord. Where I can see the Lord's glory. I can sense His voice. I can feel His presence. I can have fresh air blowing. The wind of the Holy Spirit blowing on my face. The wind of God carrying me. I want to have the view. I want to have the vision. I want to realistically see the glory of God. Give me this mountain. Many times it is hard for people to move out. When especially when they are in a comfort zone. They are just happy spiritually. There are people who will want to go to a place and settle. That's a good thing. Settle. You know, but in the last so many years I've, you know, moved out of three places. Three places. And the Lord said, Son, I want to keep I want to keep you moving. That's the way you take territories. Don't stay in your comfort zone of where you are. Whether it be spiritually, whether it be emotionally, whatever, whatever. But say, I've got to take over. I gotta have this mountain. I gotta go forward. I gotta take the step. Don't blame somebody else and say, because of their unbelief, I'm stuck for 40 years. No, you need to take over. See, there is a prophets who were kind of dissatisfied. And the first thing for taking over is you know you need a holy dissatisfaction. There was Second Kings chapter 6, I think, you know. Second Kings chapter 6, verses 1 and 2. Are you enjoying the word tonight? And the sons of the prophets said unto Elisha, Behold now, the place where we dwell with thee is too straight for us. Mm. Let us go, we pray thee, unto Jordan, and take thence every man a beam, and let us make us a place there where we may dwell. See, they are coming to the prophet Elijah, the prophets, and saying, we're, dis- we're not satisfied with this place. It's too small. 
It's too small. My ministry is too small. Got to reach more souls. The business is too small. Got to bless more people. See, they're holy dissatisfaction. The prophet's dissatisfaction. You know, there are people who are dissatisfied and who will come and say that to the senior pastor or the prophet. But these people did not demand a new place. These people came up with a solution. They said, let us go. Look at that. Let, her, let, her, let We pray thee that every man take a beam and let us make a place. There are people who come and the demand say, Pastor, the place is too small. Hello, give me a solution. <laughs> there are people who are happy with the conquered land. Somebody else conquers for them. It's easy. Somebody just needs to go forward and do all the hard work. We'll come and dwell there. That's not what I'm speaking about. You're not happy with the job that you are in. You say, I, I, I can do better than this. You are, you are living under a leaking roof. Your toilet is broken. You're staying in a rented house. There are people who stay in a rented house who will say the landlord needs to fix this toilet. And you will sit on that toilet, broken toilet. The landlord is having a nice life somewhere. But they don't have this mindset, you know. Just change the toilet cover. Give me this toilet cover. If you can't pray, give me this mountain. <laughs> I stay in a rented place. I say, if there's a problem here, let me take care of that. Don't gotta ask the landlord for, okay, the bulb is gone, the wire is gone there. See, the landlord is not leaving there. You are leaving there. Come on. A taking over mindset. There are people who are unemployed and they'll say, I'm waiting for a job, waiting for a job. But see, the mindset is, let me, let me just go wash cars. I know of somebody who's a powerful man of God today. He was here the other day. And he said, you know, he, he came to the city all the way from Idiki after his, you know, studying from the Bible college, finishing his graduation and all that. There was so much of poverty, he came. He worked in a restaurant here. And the person in that restaurant said, you look like a smart kid to do this job. But I see that faithfulness, the commitment to do that job. So let me make you the supervisor. He didn't just hang in there and say, give me a job, give me a job and sit there. There are people who desire for more of God. But they just wishing won't get you more of God. The taking over spirit is, I got to do something. I got to take the step. If I need to pray more, I need to, you know, I suddenly realized I was telling somebody, Somebody was celebrating their birthday. I told them, see how many years? That person said 50 years. I said, by 50 years, if you're celebrating your 50th birthday, at least have 50 scriptures in your heart. Can you imagine that? You live to be 100 and you don't know one scripture. 
and you say you are a Christian and you want to take over spirit leave up to be 80 or 90 and you don't know one scripture see one scripture a year to thank the Lord for that life he gave you Caleb had this dissatisfaction. He said, I'm just not happy about being in the promised land. The story when you read Joshua 14 verses 1 and 2, Joshua is giving the inheritance to each one of those tribes. And Caleb says, listen, I just don't want to just collect my lot. I want this mountain. Give me this mountain. That was what was promised through Moses. I'm not satisfied with a I just want to have what God has got for me. The second quality that he had to take over, the takeover spirit is to have this determination. Your commitment to attain your desire and your vision. There is something that is called a self-awareness test. Business companies do it. Who you are, where you are, who you are, where you are. And Joshua, I mean, Caleb did one on himself. Who you are, where you are, who you are, where you are. Yeah, I'm 85 years old. But my strength is the same. Where am I? I need to get that mountain. That is my destiny. God had promised me that through Moses. See, before major projects, companies do the SWOT analysis. SWOT analysis. Strengths. Weaknesses. Opportunities. And threats. SWOT. S-W-O-T. Analysis. Companies do that. Businesses do that. Strength, my strength is the same. Weakness is, it is an opportunity right now for me to get this mountain. To have my breakthrough. Yeah, the giants are there. The Anakims are there. They live in fortified towns. They, you know, they are mighty. They are big. They're strong. They're fierce. They have mighty weapons. They're tall. But... The Lord is with me. Amen. See, the Lord is with me. Amen. Look at another group of people. Joshua chapter 17, verses 14. You know, Joshua giving his inheritance, I mean the inheritance to the tribes and is giving to the tribe of jo- Joseph. Joseph's children had, you know, Joseph lived in a palace, so they must have wanted a palace. Look at these people the 14th verse Joshua 17 verse 14 and the children of Joseph spake unto Joshua saying why hast thou given me but one lot and one portion to inherit seeing I am a great people for as much see why have you given me one one portion seeing that we are a great people numerous in number great people See, that's, that is dissatisfaction. Yeah, read on. 
for as much as the lord has blessed me hitherto yeah and so immediately joshua was saying okay you you say you are a great person you're doing your swot analysis okay 15th verse joshua answered them if you be a great people then go thee to the wood country and cut down for thyself there the land of the parasites and of the giants if mount ephraim be too narrow for thee i'm giving you mount ephraim you think that is too small you're from a big family Oh, you finished your bachelor in theology? Oh, 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 you did that? Okay. Oh, you went to that management school? Okay. Then why don't you go? I don't want to use unnecessary other words. <laughs> why don't you go and take over that land of the parasites full of giants? Same thing like Caleb. Why don't you go? Joshua is saying to them in spite of the numbers they are not able to go Caleb did a SWOT analysis for himself now look at the next verse Joshua is doing a SWOT analysis for them and the children of Joseph said ah. the hill is not enough for us mm. and all the Canaanites that dwell in the land of the valley mm. have chariots of iron mm. both they are who are of Bethshean and the and her towns mm. and they are of the valley of Jezreel mm. so the 17th was Joshua saying this they're saying this too much of hardship too many people there too many strongholds too many battles i'm looking for the easy way out yeah i just finished my post graduation from such a college i just want an easy way out i just you know Yeah I I have a calling from God I want to do ministry but I don't want to take over new territories or do something new somebody else take the land I just want to minister Yeah Can't go and fight and do new things you know just I will hang around and I said to the Lord Lord I want to have a take over spirit And so Joshua is doing an analysis for them and saying 17th verse And Joshua spake unto the house of Joseph mm. even to Ephraim and to Manasseh saying Thou art a great people and has great power mm. thou shall not have one lot only mm. but the mountain shall be thine mm. for it is a wood and thou shall cut it down See Joshua is telling them see you wanted you can have it don't look at the giants you have strength in you There's a take over anointing in you Lord look at the chariots of iron and the strongness of the people you are much stronger for the Lord is with you. Amen. Tonight I want to tell somebody hallelujah don't say you are weak but say I'm strong in the Lord. I can do this in the Lord. Amen. See in leadership and in management they have this uh uh theory. I was just reading about it blue ocean theory and the red ocean theory. blue ocean and the red ocean theory blue seas and the red seas the blue ocean theory is you know they are the market leading businesses market leading businesses they do well they are the blue ocean the 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 businesses that do well blue oceans the other red ocean is the one that is you know that thought comes from the fact that fishes small fish stay in the shallow waters and they are fighting for territory space small fishes closer to shore 
they're fighting for territory and they begin to attack each other compete with each other attack each other bite each other and begin to shed the blood and so it becomes red this red ocean shallow waters nearby they're fighting for space they harm each other but the big sharks and the whales leave the small ones and they go <laughs> to take new territory they go into the blue waters the depths open your mouth and say i'm going into the depth blessed be the name of jesus they go in hallelujah where they have freedom they go into the depth to take new lands to take new spaces blessed be the name of the lord they're not competing with each other or fighting each other they got enough and more space blessed be the name of the lord they want to take new territory blessed be the name of jesus even tonight that grace is coming upon somebody to take over new territory in the lord people who go ahead and do what they are called to do they are the blue ocean look at somebody and say you look like a shark you look like a whale yeah after the lockdown you most probably look like a whale that's that's all i mean you're willing to take over blessed be the name of the lord you have to ask yourself where is my blue ocean where is my blue ocean where is my mountain are you with me where is my blue ocean where is my mountain where is my blue ocean where is my mountain how do i fulfill my destiny in the lord how do i take over how do i go and conquer and take new land how do i see the blessing of the lord in my life how do i do it you can do it the strength of the lord is in you for you to do that the third most important point caleb had what you call devotion look at the 13th verse joshua 14 was 13 uh, look at the eighth verse first actually five times this word is mentioned the eighth verse nevertheless my brethren they went up with me made the heart of the people melt but i holy followed the lord my god the ninth verse and moses swore on that day saying surely the land whereon thy feet have trodden shall be thine inheritance and thy children's forever because thou hast wholly followed the lord my god amen deuteronomy 135 i mean you don't need to read all that the, the, look at the 13th uh, 14th verse joshua 14:14 you will find the same word i have followed the lord god of israel holy with my whole heart hebron therefore see you can go to the blue ocean and die there and nobody will even know it if you do not holy follow the lord Don't sit up there and say okay I'm going to take over. Without completely fully following the Lord. Listening to his voice and what he's trying to say and say Lord whatever you say I will do it. 
There are people who have went forth and started a new business and sunk in the blue water. Nobody has done this. Oh, I go and do it to show my friends and everybody. Okay, I go to Cornerstone Church. <laughs> Nobody's heard of you since. <laughs> I'm still praying that you float back and come up. <laughs> you can only take Hebron when you follow the Lord closely. There are people pregnant with great ideas, with great desires. but who don't follow the Lord closely. There are people who do not know the inheritance that God has got for them. Thomas Martinez, age 67, a homeless person in Bolivia. True story. The police came looking for him, but he ran away. The police came looking for him because he was going to inherit six million inheritance and they were looking for him to tell him that he's a homeless man the moment he saw the police because he has alcohol and drug problem he ran away thinking they're coming to catch him his ex-wife received an inheritance from her family and wanted to give that to him can you imagine that ex-wife my god <laughs> Our present wives don't do that. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Okay. <laughs> Ex-wife. Maybe he knew that and he ran away. <laughs> Even six million won't make me come back to you. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Ah. <laughs> Praise be to the name of Jesus. But what I'm trying to tell you is this man was being looked for by the police authority to tell him he's got an inheritance. Six million. Six million. This man ran away. There are many people who run away when God is trying to get you. And he sends people in authority, his servants, and they're trying to tell you. And you're just trying to run away. No, no, no I'm just happy staying in the valley. I'm just happy sighing in the sidelines. I don't want my inheritance. I'm just happy. Oh, he's got too much trouble. I need to get up and pray fast. Oh my God. No, 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 no. I don't want to do that. Don't. All that God has got for you. The inheritance, the plans, the purpose that God has got for you. You need to take it. It is your season. You have to step forward to take your mountain. You have to step forward to take your mountain. You have to step forward to take your mountain and say, I am going to take over my mountain, that which God promised me. Amen. That's the song that we used to sing. For holy, follow the Lord. It is the cry of my heart to follow you.
Spend some time to worship Him. The key to taking over territories and space and your inheritance is to follow the Lord closely. Not at a distance, not like the way Peter followed at a distance, but to follow the Lord closely. Closely. Jesus, open your mouth and say, Jesus. Open your mouth and say, Jesus. I want to follow you closely, Lord. I want to follow you closely, Lord. I want to follow you with all my heart. With my complete life. Jesus, I want to follow you, Lord. I want to follow you, Lord. Lift your head and ask Him tonight. 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 Follow the Lord closely. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. See, Caleb knew with the Lord he can take over. Divine presence, the backing of the Holy Ghost. You need the backing of the Holy Spirit. Psalm 68, 1 and 2. Let God arise. His enemies be scattered. Acts 3.19 Times of refreshing will come from His presence. Psalm 16.11 In His presence is the fullness of joy. Caleb knew this principle. Whatever cannot stand God's presence 
cannot withstand God's people. God's presence is for God's people. So he knew, if I follow the Lord closely, his presence with me, no giant will be able to stand. From a non-entity, you can become a celebrity if the presence of God is upon you. Amen. Amen. From the back, you can come to the friend. The years that you, the locust has eaten, you can have it restored. You can have your Hebron if the Lord is with you. Amen. Blessed be the name of Jesus. So open your mouth and say, Jesus, I need you in my life. I need your presence in my life. Lord Jesus, everything in my life should be filled with your presence. I surrender my life to you. My spirit, my soul, my body, the work of my hands, the lands, the properties, my finances, my career, my job, my generations, my family, my, my wealth, land, everything Lord Everything belongs Lord. to you Jesus I surrender my life to you I submit to you Lord help me to hear your voice I give you my life Jesus I give you my life take a moment to ask him forgiveness if in, by any way that you would have hurt him he's more than eager to forgive he's more than eager to fellowship with you he's Emmanuel God with us You know, Caleb had this cooperative spirit. Caleb and Joshua were faithful to Moses. And God said to Moses, choose Joshua. Caleb did not argue. He did not say, okay, I want that spot. I have followed the Lord wholly. He, had this, he didn't envy somebody else's success. He said, no, I've got my own mountain. I want to be faithful. I want to be submitted to Joshua if he's the leader. That's a cooperative spirit. You got your space, but you don't want to take somebody else's space if God gives it to them. That's what Caleb knew. Okay. Both of us had a good confession. Both of us stepped out together. Both of us saw the miracles. Joshua was chosen as a leader. I'm fine with that. I'll submit. Cooperate his spirit. Let every envy leave your life. Amen. Every Amen. pride leave your Amen. life. Don't try to take over that which belongs to somebody else. But you take over that which belongs to you. Not that which belongs to somebody. You're taking new territory. New land. And you cooperate. You work along 